Real Metal Nation, it is time for another metal promo review where we take metal promos that have been sent to us and uh, we read them and then we decide how many ears we will be dedicating to said item being promoed. And uh, one of them, <laughs> one of our recent promo reviews has garnered a lot of comments that I haven't read. <laughs> so maybe that'll okay. be a future episode. I'll get to it next year. <laughs> All right. First, oh yeah, and I'm Tim. That's Ooh. Dave and Mark. That's right. We have different people today, so thank you for coming. <clears throat> Perhaps you'll be more forgiving than the usual suspects. I haven't done a metal promo in months, so I'm feeling particularly judgmental and harsh. Oh, I give, oh well, I give everything a chance. All right. Seventh Son, Edge of Insanity from Japan. Seventh Sons, Edge of Insanity is a progressive slash melodic power metal album from Japan showcasing technical skill and dramatic soundscapes. Uh, it's on Spiritual Beast Records. It came out October 4th, 2023 on CD and digitals. Here's what they listed for the genres. Progressive metal, melodic metal, melodic power metal, power metal, symphonic metal, heavy metal. <laughs> From, this is good because it, it, it gives you like a declining order of instrumentation. Like, I didn't know if they had a keyboardist until they said they were symphonic power metal. Oh, they still might not have a keyboardist. Well, let's <sighs> find out. Uh, let me read ahead. Okay, I know the answer to that. <laughs> All right, Edge of Insanity is the third full-length album by Seventh Son, hailed as one of Japan's finest progressive-slash-melodic power metal bands. The album showcases the band's evolution with its technical prowess, dramatic soundscapes, stylistic beauty, and lyrical depth, characterized by powerful high-tone vocals and a new mm. progressive-melodic power metal style. Seventh Son's Edge of Insanity stands out as a significant release in the genre. Fans of, here we go, Queensryche, Dream Theater, Fate's Warning, and Rush will find a deep connection with this album. Produced by the band themselves, the album was mixed and mastered by Takahiro Hashimoto at Galaxy Blast Mastering, ensuring a high-quality auditory experience. Edge of Insanity marks a new chapter in Seventh Son's musical journey, reinforcing their status as a prominent band in the Japanese metal scene. Uh, they only said it was... Oh, no, no, it did say it was mixed and mastered, but it is mixed and mastered, produced by the band. The lineup is Yama on lead vocals, Yash Yasumoto Otani on guitars, Mitsuharu Genki, Ikeda on bass, Tai Sioda on drums and percussion, and on keyboards, <laughs> Takuo Kobayashi, tracklist, welcome, unite, tell me why, blaze of revenge, core, insane, moonlight, dusk, fading, and scar storm. Uh, website, seventhsunjapan.com, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, that's it. I like this. It's to the point. <laughs> there's no, there's no novel about, uh, you know, who was in what band and then those bands broke up and they started another band. <laughs> you keep seeing in these. And for uh, sure. There's no ideological nonsense. There's no like absurd backstory. Right. And this, this photo of them, uh, it's oh, them in good. like a, oh, yeah. a cathedral of some kind. 
Let's say it's got like arched, an arched yeah. roof. No, no, well, no, for like, sure. Uh, apparently, that's I didn't search very hard, but that's the only picture of them that exists, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Wait, that uh, seriously? Did do we metal archives these guys? That's the picture, also on metal archives. <laughs> that's the only one. Um, I didn't. Well, like I said, I didn't look very hard. They're all dressed like John Petrucci, circa 1992. <laughs> well, yep. All of them. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and you got your standard uh, bald guy, guy with 80s hair, guy with 90s hair. <laughs> you got a guy with uh, mid-2000s James Labrie hair, and then you got yep. uh, Motley Crue hair. That's, that's, that's how I describe all their haircuts. <laughs> and then yeah, the, I tracked that. <laughs> see? <laughs> and then the uh, album cover, hmm, it looks like a Greek Orthodox temple emerging from a sea oh but it's on top of a guy's head <laughs> and there's uh those happy and sad theater masks in the background so at, so at first glance i really liked the album art and then when i when i enlarged it and, and started start. looking at it there's a lot going on i still like the thumbnail I don't know about those masks back there, but maybe there, maybe there's some tie into the music. So it might I mean, be good, like on on your Spotify, right? Hmm, yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't you necessarily don't want to get the need vinyl. The vinyl. <laughs> well, I, that's not, I still think it's a, um, like the the foreground is still pretty cool art. I like the divine, uh, not divine. I was about to say divine wings of tragedy, but that's not the album. It's Symphony X, the album that's got the uh, comedy tragedy masks. Maybe it's a subtle nod to their favorite modern proggers from New Jersey, Symphony X. Yes. Anyhow, uh, yeah. I, so, look, I, I have, was decreasingly invested as the promo went along. Um, the, the introduction had me. I was hooked. I was ready for this melodic, symphonic powerish maybe progressive metal but then the closer we got to uh the rushes and dream theaters of this world the less interested i was because technical wizardry i mean who i think that i've had enough technical wizardry for one life <laughs> <laughs> yeah they kept saying power metal and uh i feel like the closest they got to progressive power metal is fate's warning maybe so yeah, so I'm certainly gonna, not the Queen's. Rank. They didn't they didn't drop Symphony X in there or anything remotely prog powery, but uh, nonetheless, I'm going to give this one and a half years. It could be good. Um, it could also be uh, self serving and uh, over um, overly progressive, you know, to the point where it's, you get diminishing returns. You know what I mean? I forgot to give an ear rating. I'm going to give one ear to this um, because I like the band picture. They look very serious. Um, and if there's one thing that I need with my technical wizardry, it is grave uh, demeanor of super serial. And I, I like that from them. So one ear for me. Yeah, I'm going to give this a 1.5. Uh, it sounds like it's... Uh, Power, maybe proggy power metal by people who love power proggy metal. 
band. The band photo looks good. They put work into the artwork. Um, they're probably not going to let their keyboard player do as much as Jordan Rudis does these days. <laughs> uh, so I, I think there, I think there's potential. I would definitely listen to it. Nice. All right. Next December release. Sahar. All right. Now, you know, you know, the symbol for Planck's constant, which is the H with the little on it. That's how they spell it. So it's S A Planck's constant Planck's constant A R. The uh, album is uh, L hyphen Imlaika. It's black metal from Malta. So Sahar's Malta. Black metal. Yes, black metal. Sahar's single L Imlaika explores Maltese mythology with haunting black metal, entirely crafted by Martan Sahar Saliba in Malta. Um, digital only, self-released, out December eighth, twenty twenty-three. Black metal from Malta. Wow, that's uh, Friday. L M Laika. Well, Friday as of recording. We'll see if this goes up <laughs> before it comes out. <laughs> it's a single. Wow, that was Friday. Maltese black metal. Or yeah, yeah. Well, I'll let it the right day, and that was a few Fridays ago. <laughs> Black metal artist Sahar, this track delves into the lore of the Maltese archipelago, or archipelago. I can never say that on the first try. Archipelago. Exploring the archipelagic era. Exploring the story of an obscure mythological character known as the little slash young queen of the new year. The song narrates the journey of an old mage who seeks out this enigmatic figure deep within the earth, offering her a narcissus flower, a customary gesture, and in return, he receives the gift of arcane knowledge. The track is a lyrical exploration into this lesser-known myth crafted in a rare language and set to the backdrop of haunting mid-tempo black metal. It forms Ooh. part of a larger concept album that further explores this theme. Sahar, responsible for all aspects of the single, including instrumentals, vocals, programming, mixing, mastering, and artwork design, has created this piece at Terror Sound Studio, which he owns and operates. El Imleika is an intriguing offering for fans of the genre, particularly those bands who uh, those who appreciate bands like Inquisition. Uh, yeah. Oh man, there's a capital H with an extra bar. <laughs> so, recording info, all instrumentals, vocals, programming, mixing, mastering, artwork, design done by Martin Sahar Saliba at Terrier. Sa- <laughs> It says terrier sound. Oh, oh, oh! It is. Nice. It is terrier sound, not terrier sound. T- terrier sound studio. Cameron Malta. For some reason, they have a lineup under that <laughs> and a track list, but it's a single. So the uh, the Bandcamp link is Sahar S A H H A R dot Bandcamp dot com. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, you put the Metal Archives link. You can just type in Sahar. Nice. There you go. All right. There you go. Uh, wow. I like. Wow. I like. It was a very black metal move to name one other band. Oh, if you like Inquisition, I've never heard of Inquisition. Yo, who the hell is Inquisition? 
You've never heard of Inquisition? I have not. Nope. I've heard of Inquisition. There you go. Well, maybe you've heard of Sahar too. <laughs> I have not. Well, I mean, now you I have. have now. Hey, look, if you if you enjoyed hearing about Inquisition, you'll definitely like hearing about Sahar. So you should naturally right. be giving this metal metal program two ears. Oh, but there's three oh, look, Inquisitions. I, oh, well, which Inquisition do they mean? Well, it's got to be the Colombian one because they're the only black metal one. Wouldn't it be more amusing if... What are the other ones? Uh, Doom slash death metal from Austria. Melodic death metal okay. from the Netherlands. I mean, I could see melodic death metal and mid-tempo black metal having some stylistic similarities. Um, I... But I want to talk about the structural uh, setup of the promo. I love the fact that there, as you mentioned, is a lineup for a one-man black metal project. <laughs> and he, he kept that... Though. Right. After, after it's been made very, very clear that this is a one-man project where they're doing not only all of the musical content, but all of the promotion and art and etc. Um, but then carried that through by giving us a track list for a single like thematically that cohesion in the promo i really respect that oh you know what we did not talk about the artwork so this artwork is uh gotta be this figure you know the the mythological uh character in a cave right and she's holding some light i guess that's the 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 what archaic knowledge right and it's lighting the interior of this cave, but the band logo kind of like melts into the cave. It's very well done. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a like the fog or smoke from the arcane knowledge or mist or something. Yeah, yeah. It is a compelling album cover. That's some good work for an album, for a single cover even. <laughs> I actually really like what I assume is the live photo. Right, so he's got the photo of himself in the staircase with a sword, flowering. Yes. But then he's got like a live photo in the mist, and it's actually like a well-composed shot that someone got of him, presumably playing live and and in color too. It seems. Yep. Yeah. And it's like it, it, it both is black and white, but he's so black metal. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know that's true. <laughs> I, I can see color in both of his arms in both photos. Oh, wow, that's, how, that's great. That's he's how grim he is. Apparently he's playing a Jackson as well, so that gains him an extra quarter of an ear from me. Yeah, well, I was trying to figure out if that was the Jackson. I mean, it has the shark fin inlays, but it also yeah. appears to have binding, which either means it's an early 90s Jackson or a Chinese-made recent Jackson, either way, or or another brand. Or <laughs> so, another brand. Or another brand. I, but I, I'm pretty I'm a sure it's a know. Jackson. Yeah, which which... I also appreciate. Anyway, uh, I like the I like, you know, uh, obscure f myths. That's great. That's uh, that alone propels this. Uh, I'm. I was just complaining before we started recording that I hate uh, showing people m my mixes because every every uh, comment on the mix is like a personal attack on me. <laughs> yes. So, you, you know, so that's he, how we intend them. He mixed, yeah, I know. 
he he mixed and mastered this himself, which either means he's very good at what he does, or he is he has no one to tell him that he's not doing it well. <laughs> so that that uh, makes me worry a little. The third option that you forgot about is that it is black metal. Oh, it is black and metal. The mix don't matter. You know, and, and, and well, I'm I'm interested in finding out the dichotomy between the super clean polished album art and what might sound like programmed drums recorded on a Casio in a cave. Right. <laughs> and actually, I want to know where this live shot, what's going on with the live shot? Who else, who is playing the other instruments or is it just guitar and well, programming? Also, he's actually, he might not be playing the guitar and he's not singing into the mic. So it's a That's live true. shot where he's potentially doing nothing. Just glowering, which is awesome. I can't see fingers. Oh, man, it this could be an open chord. This guy is prolific, though. Open he has one, two, three, four, five, six full-length albums, not wow. including whatever one this is from. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, dating back to 2007, as well as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven EPs. Wow. That's because he has no I, one to I, tell him he's he's uh he doesn't have to clear any ideas but past anyone else. <laughs> I, I think his press kit makes him stand out enough that I'd give him an ear. And then oh, see yeah. if if the black metal differentiates itself from other one man projects. Look, yeah, the, the themes on Metal Archives are black magic and war on Christianity. <laughs> that is very on brand for black metal. Yes. And I, I have I, to say that and he's releasing it, you know, around mid- Christmas. Uh-huh. Appropriately timed. But mid-tempo black metal has such promise. Like, when it's done well, it's amazing. And I I don't know. I just get the, the impression from this guy that he knows what's up with mid-tempo black metal. Yeah. Like, he doesn't look overly extreme in these photos. He just, like, yeah, can probably chug along at, like, 100 BPM. It could even be on, like, the Doomy side, which I'd really be into. I'm just thinking, like, late uh, Ulver's first album, period, and, like, Agaloc. That's what I want from this. So I'm trying not to get first album. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, they, they changed styles from track to track in those first couple records. Yeah, um, well, I'm all in. I feel like I'm throwing one and a half years out all over the place, but I'm going to do it again. One and a half years. I'm curious. I, yeah, I'm going to match that. I think uh, an year and a half for me, like just like that. Headphone mostly on. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be an ear for me. I've listened to a lot of one-man black metal projects this year. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll notice, uh, long-time listeners know that I stopped reviewing... Uh, one man black metal projects because they're, they're like for a while it was like 90% of the promos, but I saw Malta, so I took a chance on this one. So we'll find out. All right, last one out now. Xenocracy, impermanence, impermanence, impermanence. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> melodic death metal from Austria from uh, Kvalt and Chaos. Productions. Xenocracy's album Impermanence uh, merges melodic death metal with philosophical themes on life's transience featuring rich narratives and sustainable packaging. 
I'll just let that sit there. <laughs> as a as a theme? It's very cattle decapitation of the uh release date December 1st, 2023, digital and CD melodic death metal. Austria Impermanence is an album by Austrian melodic death metal band Xenocracy, released through Kvalton Chaos Productions. The album present represents a philosophical exploration of human existence suffering and the ephemeral nature of life and the packaging i guess each of the 12 tracks on the album presents a narrative rich in literary and cultural references such as vanitas influenced by german baroque poetry and fireflies inspired by a japanese war, war film the structure of impermanence reflects its thematic concept with overture and reprise symbolizing the cyclical nature of existence Produced with an environmentally conscious approach, the CD comes in a digisleeve format with an eight-page booklet enhancing the listening experience with visual storytelling. The album featuring additional artists like Alex Zila and Esther Hu is produced and mixed by Janini Pizzicato uh, and mastered by Pizzicato and Zilla. Impermanence is a compelling journey for fans of scar symmetry at the gates and soil work, blending heavy melodic soundscapes with profound thematic content. Lineup: Luca, lead guitars, rhythm guitars, vocals, bass. <laughs> what are the uh, other guys doing? Fabian, they're Fabian, <laughs> rhythm guitars and bass. They have two rhythm guitarists who also play bass. <laughs> Christoph on drums and Yanini Pizzicato. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't that who did it? Yeah, it was produced and mixed by the, by the vocalist slash pianoist. Pianoist? That Pianist. works. Piano. Tracklist. Overture. Circle Pit. Nice. War. Hope for Peace. Vanitas. Solitude. Einsam Kite. Fireflies. Ephemeral. At the Gates. Veil of Death. And reprise, reprise, whatever. Recording info, all songs and lyrics written by Xenocracy, featuring Alex Zilla on Fireflies and Esther Hu on Ephemeral. Produced and mixed by Yanini Pizzicato. Mastered by Yanini Pizzicato and Alex Zia. Zyla? Z-Y-L-L-A. Uh, Bandcamp is Kvalt und Chaos with a K. <laughs> Productions.bandcamp.com. <laughs> And I guess you have to dig around there. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and website. All right. Uh, we need to talk about many of these images here. <laughs> okay. I, first and foremost, I, and I'm going to be the one with the hot take tonight. Z at the risk of sounding xenocrasophobic, um, <laughs> they say they're Austrian a lot of times, but they all have Italian names. Maybe it's that part of Austria that's in Italy. <laughs> ah, near Tyrol. Yes, I imagine that's it. They're probably very, very, very southern, central, western Austrians. I but can, it just I can answer me. this if you talk for a while. Oh, no, damn it, I'm I can't. They didn't put in their location other than Austria. Un unreal. Where have they played gigs? That'll be an answer uh, for that, sure. That'll take me Reverse image search that stage. Right, because 
I think this segues nicely into what Tim was attempting to talk about, which is how fucking old am I? Because they look like they're 12. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this looks <laughs> like Burning Shadows live at Wheaton High School. Yeah. Like they, so they, they really, got- in one of these pictures, appear to be playing in front of a curtain on an auditorium stage in like a high school or a gymnasium, if you will, for you Austrians out there. The, uh, the band photo of them uh, near that old knobby tree, right? is four of them, right? And three of them look like they're in their early 20s. And then, hey, Joey's little cousin can play bass for us. (laughs) Hey, guys, I'm here for the the bass audition. Oh, don't worry about it. You're in, because we got two people who are recording your bass parts. (laughs) (laughs) At the risk of sounding mean, it looks like he's still growing his hair out. And... I was that I mean, age. We were all too. there. Except we for Mark. We were all there. <laughs> Except for Mark. Mark I think was my hair got about that, that long hair. once. That's when I give up. I, uh, so, um, definitely two ears because two I ears? will, I will listen to any metal band that says we're going to do an overture and a reprise because big fan. Um, I do want to know if they draw straws to see who has to play bass at a show. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not playing bass. Fuck you. Um, and the album art is pretty great. Uh, looks almost like a Morris Principium, whatever yeah. that band is, album that I bought. But yeah, it's got like a, the- a death or or you know your 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 standard metal cloak figure with a raven upon his shoulder. Uh, with his hand resting on a dying tree, and there's an old uh, piano there for some reason. Very, the sky's very on fire. piano there. Uh, naturally, the the man who orchestrated, recorded, played the piano, and produced the album is the pianist, Yanini Pizzicati. Wow, I didn't uh, even notice the piano. I was just staring at the. the it looks like fiery rocks a little bit. All right, well, Dave, I know you're going to give it more than a quarter of an ear because that is the Jackson King V he's he's playing in that okay, in that photo. I believe Jackson, the right? other one is an LTD V. I'm not positive. Mm. The the LTD offset roads. They have yeah. headstocks going in both directions. That's what's important. I see this. Oh yeah, one's a reverse headstock. I can't tell if that <laughs> makes it more or less satisfying. <laughs> I'll Actually, have to listen I mean, to the I'm album to find out. All right. Well, no, uh, I like this. It looks good. There's enough Jacksons. I can't see the drummer, but like, you know, what are you going to do there? Uh, and the melodic death metal akin to Scar Symmetry and At the Gates, whom they must really like, having named a song after them, appeals to me. I like both of those bands. So I'm going to give this one an ear and a half. Again, that's my, I guess, rating for the night. I said I was cranky and judgmental, but I lied. I do like that they're just straight wearing their influences on their sleeve. Yes. Also, you can see a little bit of the drummer in the in the photo. He's more to the right yeah. than you think, right behind that guy. I shoulder. can see like part of his face, but like I can't see the drums. What symbols is he playing? How many toms does he have? He's the, yeah, that, that is unknown. <laughs> you can't tell. How many ears was that, Mark? Odds uh, two. Two years. Two whole years. My good. Perfect score. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Scar Symmetry at the gates. 
soil work. I only like one of those bands. <laughs> True. I actually don't like any of those bands. But. <laughs> wow. But, wow. Uh, you, they did you know, slaughter of the soul, man. I'm I'm going with just one ear. Um, it, it, this could be great, but it also could be, you know, I if you told me these guys were from like Potomac, Maryland, I'd be like, oh, one of their dads is rich, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and bought them all this stuff and paid for artwork. So, you know, maybe they're. I'm just worried they're from the rich part of Austria. <laughs> And uh, put out a crap album. But, you know, prove me wrong with my one ear listening to it because it could be good. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it. Uh, if you disagree with anything we said, you know, um, write to us at you're wrong at podcastingdown.com. <laughs> Love it. Or leave a nasty <laughs> comment and maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll read it in the next six months. We- oh, we're going to have to do a comments mashup one of these years we we do from time to time but only only when i notice there's a comment worth commenting on oh fair doesn't happen too much all right until next time metal nation keep your austrians italian somehow